Welcome to the podcast by Metal and Pedal, No Hesitations. And I'm your host, Jade. Here we talk about running a business, owning business, with guides and gurus and entrepreneurs and all things and all people who love business. Last week we had Peter Dale and that was so much fun, but this week we have also a really interesting guy in my studio and that is my very handsome husband, Graham Joyner, who is extremely witty, um, very bright, and one of my favorite people in the world. We are going to discuss his past, his present, and his future. So, enjoy. Today, I am really excited to have my husband and business partner here with me today in studio to uh, discuss all things business. (laughs) (laughs) And all things metal and pedal, Graham Joyner. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I mean, you kind of forced me, but yeah. I feel like I should have been the first guest. (laughs) So um, I don't think a lot of people know about you. I called Peter a man of mystery, but I think people have a lot of questions about you and what you do, what you're doing running a design firm and why you're here and what your role is. So let's get down to it. Like, Let's talk about your history. Where are you from? I mean, I know all the stories, but where are you from and what did you do in the past and how did you get here? Um, From like day one? No. <laughs> so my, I guess, career life, um, I worked for Circuit City and High Five Eyes for probably 10 years in a dying electronic business. Um, in your they, 20s, right? In my, yes. 16 to 17 to um 20s and let me stop you because one of the most impressive things about you that i love is that you actually had a job at what 12 14 at 12. At 12 i rode my bike to the fill-in station and washed windshields and put air in tires and just did whatever needed to be done and did your parents force you to do this or do oh, you- no. You just did it on your own. Yes. You wanted to get was, money in your pocket. And I was interested in cars because I was I'm a boy. And uh, I had a grandparent that said, you never want to pay someone for something that you don't know how to do. I love that. So I always spent my time learning how to do something um, so that... You, I could always weigh out if it was worth the money or the time doing it. And I've kind of always lived that way. I love that. So you worked at a gas station near 12 to 14. Then you worked for Circuit City. Yes. Uh, I, I did a stint at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> right. At Alps, right? At Alps. Um, trying to get a scholarship that I would never use <laughs> to school. All right. And then immediately I worked on cars and became a district manager um, for, you know, the electronics industry, Mm -hmm. um, mainly in the car field, installation of home audio, just uh, nuts and bolts and doing things with my hands. You've always liked to do things like with your hands, put things together. You're not afraid of manual labor. No, I like big projects. Yeah. Absolutely. So then what happened? I had a forced offer um, from my family who had a retail business to come and help um, run the retail store. They had commercial properties, just kind of work. Yeah, um, for the I, family. For You know, for the family. And I did that for, oh, wait. I had a restaurant. <laughs> you did have a restaurant. How I had a restaurant you, in there. Did you just block that out out of your mind? That was a lot of dishwashing. <laughs> um, yes, that's why I blocked that out. I built and ran a restaurant for about two years mm-hmm. and then did some which other Which you discovered things. that you loved the building out of the restaurant way more, which you did by your, with your hands, yes. way more than you loved running a restaurant. Yeah, way better. <laughs> like right. the dishes is what put it over the edge um a funny story is i came to work one day and i had hired my mother for free 
because it's a restaurant to do dishes. And when you're an entrepreneur, you always pull on your family. Yes. And I showed up and this guy was like, hi, I'm Kevin. And I'm like, hi, Kevin. He's like, I'm your new dishwasher. And he's like, and I said, I haven't hired a dishwasher. And he's like, no, you haven't, but your mother has. (laughs) And she is paying for it out of her pocket. So she doesn't have to do it. It's awful and funny at the same time. And And that's kind of where we were. Yeah. Um, so what happened with the restaurant? We just, it was hard. Yeah. And you and closed it? Was, it closed it. Sold and all the equipment? Sold all the equipment off. And it, Did you make money? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. I had money. No. It, it was it's okay. Just, it was that's okay. the thing about being an entrepreneur. Some things work out and some things don't. And I learned everything a lot. you learned a lot from. I right? learned a lot you from. You learned that you didn't want to be in the restaurant business. Absolutely. <laughs> I made a lot of connections. I learned the town yep. better. I learned. And it was a breakfast spot. Breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of coffee. Right. So, yeah, I learned a lot from that job. Yeah. Um, that would probably be a replacement for an education. Right. Um. So, and then did odds and ends and then worked for my family. Yeah. And did that for probably eight-ish years Mm -hmm. until we came to a natural splitting. Um, There was, uh, being a young man, younger man in my 30s, had, I wanted to see things grow. Right. And I had a passion to do that. For the family business. For the family business. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to let go of your your business that you started. Right. And not have the same goals as a kid. But you learned a lot. I learned a lot. You learned a lot from your family. You learned a lot from that experience. And you... I met a lot of people also. Yeah. Did a lot of work with downtown. Um, you were on the board? On the board of Downtown Business Association. Right. I did a lot of drinking coffee and shaking hands and yeah. kissing babies. And You don't kiss babies. You don't even like babies. Yeah. <laughs> shaking babies and kissing hands. Um, you know, help grow the the community of the downtown business. Yeah. And I think that was really one of the best things that you enjoyed about your job yes what you've told me at least is that you really loved the community aspect of it correct um and then i really had a passion to do i found that i like to go into after having multiple jobs i mean you really didn't have that many jobs to be honest i mean but i always enjoyed what when did you end the business with your the connection with your family 36 Uh, yeah, at thirty six. Like I mean, that's like four jobs or five. But I mean, that's the not a thing, lot. the thing that I found that I enjoyed the most in each of those jobs was making it better. Right. Taking something and making it better. Yes. Making it more efficient. Making it more profitable. So I decided to have my own business. Right. And that business was going to help other businesses through marketing. Just getting their shit together. Right. Be more profitable. Be better business people. Um, that do, was boutique do brand builders. And that was boutique brand builders. Yeah. Do better in the community. Work on their brands. Work on their branding, their vision, their, you know, their business plan, basically. Right. So I did that until I met Jade. Me. Yes. Um, and then... That well, you was did a, that through us meeting. Yes. Yeah, all the way through until we got married. Correct. And you had your own business, and I had Jade O'Connor Designs, Correct. and they were not connected in any way. Correct. And I mean, we were helping each other. Yes. Yeah, we were helping each other, but we were not, brainstorming, but we weren't meshing monies. We weren't meshing monies and and ideas at that point, just kind of lending a hand. Yes. And then we decided to do a retail store together. And still kind of had no plans of... What that should be. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, had a, we had a plan. We had kind of had a plan. We didn't have a plan of that we were going to start Metal and Pedal as an actual design firm. It was going yes. to be Jade O'Connor Designs and Boutique Brand Builders. In the same building. In the same building. 
And then, like, and overnight. We were just like, this makes zero sense. Right. Um, the, the community of looking at that didn't translate. Right. Um, it didn't, you've got two stores and one store and y'all two are businesses, selling. Two businesses, one store. Yeah. Y'all are selling stuff. I mean, it was like a month. Yeah. yeah. So we just ripped it all apart. And well, at the same time, you saw me struggle with yes. having um, multiple clients and um, not having construction knowledge, which I, which I did. I mean, I have you some. Did. I yeah. did, but not like as much as you, I'd say, from your experiences. Um, and then I needed someone to deal with contractors and deal with All the the impl- fun stuff. implementation of projects. And I, we talked about it and I said, you know, is this something you'd be into? And you said, I'm really into it. I think I can do a you know, really good, really good job. And then we were like, okay, let's, let's do this properly. Rip, let's rip those signs down and put a new sign, put, new signs up. Put, put a new flag up. Right. Right. And so metal and pedal, the retail store, well, we called it a, concept store at the time which because we didn't have any money (laughs) (laughs) and And it was just a concept (laughs) and no one got the concept yeah because we didn't have anything in there they were like would you like to buy a sofa you're like yeah what do you have to show me and you're like just think of this sofa (laughs) it's gonna be great and we'll order it for you so we have grown since. We've grown since. So that was like day one, year one. Yep. And this is going into our third year. And now you are a full-time, uh, no more boutique brand builders. You yep. are running metal and pedal from the implementation side, from the business aspects, the financials. day-to-day financials. And so you've really had to stretch he- yourself. Head of uh, sanitation. <laughs> Trash is a big deal in our in our business. We'll yes. get to that in a minute. But um you really had to grow yourself and your knowledge because you're really good with numbers. We all know that. I mean, I've never met. I always call you a savant because you can. I can give you 16 numbers, and you can add them together. You know, in your head, which Just is incredible. Not demonstrated here. No, we're not going to do that now. I'm not going to put you to the test. Um, and you uh, are really good at financials. You've had to learn lots of new things. I mean, this is. I feel like this. This has pushed you. I mean, it's definitely pushed me as a designer uh, and a businesswoman. It's it's pushed me. The needs and wants of our clients have pushed me to learn and to grow and to be better. And I feel right. like for you as an individual, this has pushed you as well to grow and to learn more than you've ever known, you know, and use the skills that you've had. Use the skills that I've had in a different way that is in a office full of girls, women. Right. Um and you are literally one of the only men here yes we just got ray (laughs) i like ray (laughs) right um no it's you know taking a business it's what i like to do and grow it and have a great product out there that you know uh, the proof is in the pudding we're continuing to move forward we're getting great lines we're great projects great projects figuring out new things finding great people to put into the business but i mean truly i mean at almost you're almost 40 did you ever think in your wildest dreams you would have an interior design firm no no i mean your sister's an interior designer yep but nothing related to you i mean that was just not something in fact one of your most hated things I learned very on when we got together moving. is moving. And yeah. now you move furniture. Almost daily. Almost daily. Yeah. And I still cuss and kick and scream about it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm very well aware of that. That's why you're moving. Moving, moving is the worst thing possible. But that's why you're now going to have an install team that's yes. going to help you and you're yes. going to direct and you're going to be less involved. Mainly moving in the summer months in Georgia. Is the worst. Yep. Uh, so what is the biggest, you know, struggles for you run, running this firm and working with, uh, you know, the me? It's pretty amazing, I'm sure. Uh, and what are your, some of your biggest struggles? What, what do you work on daily? What is, what is something that's really difficult for you to get through day to day? I think the hard thing to work on uh, is to... Do a plan that is not yours. Implement a plan that you don't have a hand in. When you feel like you have a hand in all aspects of the business, the design 
I know my lane and that's not it and to install and go through something that I didn't have a part of right and making it perfect at the end and it's and, very hard and perfect for the through my eyes is yes. what I think is hard because I have a different vision than most people correct designers are just weird weird artists who correct. see things a certain way yes and so but what about okay that's like running a design firm but what about running a growing business that we've grown like tremendously i mean it's been crazy the yes. past three years yes so what's been that like that big challenge for uh, you as an individual personal time balance 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 yeah. of time um taking the time to work out the reflection the seeing it as a big picture and not as a day-to-day task because i'm a very, fast very mover yes. and you are more of a slow mover you're more analytical I mean, you get things I'm done. A, I'm a planned but mover. But you're a planned mover, and I'm more sporadic. Yes. And when I first met you, you know, you would do something perfectly. Everything you did was, like, perfect in business. Yes. You implemented it carefully. We've not had the luxury of that. We just have to go to keep up with we, our clients, to keep up with the projects we've been awarded, to keep up with our our pace of business. Yeah. So that, I think, I think as far as, like, outsider's point of view, I've seen, like, not that you can't keep up with the pace because you have every day of the week, but just doing it in a way that works with your brain, you know? Yes. I've had to turn my brain to be a little faster. Yes. Um, and de- let go deadlines of and to, to yeah. delegate. And the hardest part about delegation is you have to t- take the time to teach the people. Yes. Which takes more time than doing it yourself. So it, that's a real struggle. You're, you're like, thinking about it from a money point of view too, because like, you're like, I can, I can knock do this it. out. Yeah. I can be done, or I could take this guy who has got his gloves on wrong, and I have to teach him how to put put his gloves on right and do this task and do it as well as I would do it, and then we will have successful growth instead of just yeah you you want to do everything yourself because you know and i i i feel the same way about it i know that you're going to do it the right way it may take you longer but you're going to do it the right way and that's that that mirror is not going to fall off the wall the drapes are not going to fall down the furniture is going to be delivered correctly you're going to work with the vendor to make sure it's all right and that's what we that's our ultimate goal at the end yeah so finding people and teaching them and delegating to them is a Big struggle. Big, big you did, struggle. You did talk with me and and when Peter Dale and I and he, you know we all had dinner together recently mm-hmm. and he said he looked you right in the eye and said you have got to learn to delegate. Yes. Because he's way further in in business yes. and than we are. Um, and he was like, "This is my biggest struggle." He's like, "Now I've gone so long, it's hard to delegate." Yeah. You're just re changing everything. Right. And so. What do you think, what is your favorite thing about, okay, we've talked about your struggles. So what is the best thing about having this business? Like, what is the most exciting thing for you? Uh, I like the, I mean, more multifaceted. Like, right. we can do some of the de- weeks that we have multiple appointments. Like, we'll, we'll go to a brewery. Hmm. We'll go to a house that's not there yet. We'll go to a house that is there yet that you don't want to be in. Right. Um, you just get to see or you meet cool people who are doing festivals and want you to be a part of it. It's right. just. Every day is different. Every day is different. Right. And you get to be a part of all that. And once you get to be a part of the projects, you're really part of these people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that's what that's I enjoy really the most. Enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, and I think that you've told me before what your also your favorite part is that one day you'll be in the office all day, and the next day you're on site all day, and yep. the next day you're visiting new clients, and so that really translates exactly to what you're saying. It's just always something new and different, and yes. that's exciting. Yes. So what do you want to improve on next? We're going into this new space, which we're super excited about. Uh, it's a big deal for us we're going from two small spaces to one very large space space. 
So what do you see that you need to do for yourself as a business owner, as an entrepreneur to help this business grow? What are your personal and your personal business goals for us in uh, the next couple of years? Uh, just set good guidelines and intentions for everybody. Um, and I, the word culture is overused at this point. But to set to set a routine for everybody that they feel good coming to work, that they are telling their friends that they love to work there. Uh, we have people that are seeking us out to work for us. We have people seeking us out to work for them. Right. Just setting, just setting a precedent of this is who we are. This is how we work. Um, this is how you, when you work for us that you're treated. Um, just um, higher standards for our employees, for everybody that works with us, our vendors, our subs. We're taking it up a notch, and we want everybody to come with us. Absolutely. And so everyone walks in. I mean, you just said, you know, the word culture is totally overused. But we do try to create a culture in our company. And I think we have, and we will continue to, where people know what they're doing. Yes. They are. They're educated about their job. They're educated about their job. They have systems to follow. They have a good team and a positive team to work with, which is a huge deal to you and I. They treat everybody in the building in our building and a job site the right way. Yeah. And those are all things that we're carrying on. So you feel like our next move in this big space is to really, you know, hone in on those things and make sure that we're just carrying that culture and that, you know, I know it's overused, but that idea and that concept yeah. to make it carry throughout our clients. You know, one of the things that we have, sometimes we have clients that are sometimes not super respectful and kind. And so... And on construction sites is... They are notorious for bad behaviors, uh, and especially towards me, and finger pointing. Yes. So we just need to set ourselves up for this is how we operate. This is how we do business. We're not dealing with that, and we're gonna just move move through. Um, these great jobs that we get in a certain way. Yeah, I wanted to touch on like you've seen me as a your business partner and your mm-hmm. wife on these sites, and they treat me differently than they treat you. Oh, Does yeah. that offend you? Like you've never really shared with me how that makes you feel. You know, I wear high heels, I wear mini skirts, I wear really whatever the hell I want, and I'm also a woman that is you know kind of demands respect, and I don't want to be treated differently because I am a woman, uh, just because I dress like one. Have you? What are your thoughts on this? We've we've talked about a lot of like my feelings about it, but how do you feel about it as my husband and business partner? Well, you hold your own, so I'm not worried about you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but it that's just a job site. I've yeah. grown up on job sites. You know, my dad built houses with a uh, landscape architect. I've been in remodels. I've done commercial projects. They are, that is just. The mentality. And when is that going to change? It's just common. When is that going to change? When, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, I I think it will change by men like you coming into a job site and treating women like they're equals. Especially, I've only really had this in the South. We've talked about this before. I didn't have this in D.C. Uh, So, I really want to see that change in our business. Uh, I don't like being, just because I'm dressed like a woman in high heels doesn't mean you treat me like I know nothing. Right. Uh, I can build everything just like, uh, just as you could. But I'm going to lean into you and be respectful of you and what you can do. You need to lean in and be respectful to me of my job. And I'm there to design the space. Right. And I'm not some, like, little small decorator prancing around picking out paint colors. Would you like the pink saw? All right, back to you a little bit. So what, who is your mentor? When you get um, really, st- when we have a struggles with business, you know, obviously we talk to each other a lot and I think that's super helpful. You'll come to me with issues. I come to you with issues. Our team comes to you with issues. Who do you go to when you're in your downtime and want to talk to someone about, you know, business and what to do and your struggles and what we're going through? Because, you know, our first year was hard. Our second year was crushing <laughs> and it was awesome at the same time, but it was, I think it was very taxing for us. Our third year has been a little bit better. 
Yes, and we're coming into our we're own. Not, I'm not crying in the car as often at not night. Not as much. Not as much. Less panic attacks. Less panic attacks. So who do you go to when you need to talk to someone? It all depends um, on the problem. Honestly, I've been doing a lot more running and riding bikes and trying to get some elevation, not elevation, but some perspective on the problems. And a lot of times that helps. I don't really have any good friends that own a design firm. <laughs> but you have friends in business. But, but I have friends yeah. in business, yeah. So uh, You have a friend who's a house builder. He builds houses. Yeah. Um, so I talked to Bryn. Uh, I have an attorney friend, Billy. I talked to him. Logistics and legality you know, things. Legality things. Yeah. It kind of depends on what the problem is. Uh, but you listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of podcasts about entrepreneurs and business. Yes. Yeah. And I think you are a mentor to some degree for a lot of our team and a lot of people They turn to you of like, how are we going to do this and make it financially profitable? What should we be doing here? And, um, I think for you also, the biggest thing is exactly what you said, having headspace. Yep. Yeah. And we talked a lot about that with Ruby. I can, I can work less in the office and do more than trying to put together 12 hour days back to back to back like that yeah, that's true i've always said that, that yeah. and that is in i would say in problem solving that does not work when you're moving boxes no well one of our friends um allison who owns a pr firm in colorado who mm-hmm. we met through jennifer little mm-hmm. she said to us something that you and i think found it very impactful which is you don't need to work in your business you need mm-hmm. to work for your business Correct. we're paying people now to be here day to day, you know, eight to six to help us do the day to day business. And we're supposed to be working on the bigger picture the for the business. And that's kind of moving forward. That's kind of where we're getting to. It's just a little bit of a slow process sometimes. We should be looking at the broad strokes instead of all the little small strokes. So what is it like to work with your wife? You've never been married before. No. We've been, we'll be married three years in July this, this month. Uh, so I just went sideways, <laughs> married, multiple kids, work together. Right. Um, it is both challenging and rewarding because you know, the person that's there has the same, um, same goals and has your back. Yeah. Um, it's challenging because I'm because difficult. they know the buttons to push. <laughs> hey, right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's exhausting too. I mean, that's yes. part of the thing is I think you get, I mean, you and I never, I really don't feel this way and you can be honest and cause we, you know, we believe in honesty in our marriage and our partnership. I don't get tired of you. I do get exhausted by processes and like having to deal with kid stuff and then also having to deal with ex stu- ex's stuff and then having to deal with business stuff and it's like i just need a sometimes i need like an hour yeah. alone or whatever too but i never get like tired of you as an individual but that's something that i think when you have different jobs and you don't see each other every day maybe it's like yeah. nice but then you're always comment to my to me was you know i want to do this with you and i want us to do this together because I want to be with you daily. I want yes. to be part of your life. I don't want you to have this whole separate work life yep. that I know like, nothing about. I don't, because I won't listen to you if you come home and talk about the struggle, whatever you yeah. do, right? Separately, I'm just tuning that out, right? But going in through a good it, way, yeah. But, going but doing it all this, to, you know, together keeps us um, on the same path. Mm-hmm. We have always have stuff to talk about. Yeah. And we're setting, we have very different strengths. Um, And I think that makes, there's, yeah, there's a lot of goal setting. There's a lot of things to talk about. Mm -hmm. And we lately have done better leaving the briefcase at the door and separating work from life. And then once we can figure out that kid situation, we'll be good. (laughs) Not that there's more kids coming. Just, no, no, no. 
just figuring out how to deal with like kids and life and mainly it's the three three teenagers and a almost teenager yeah running around and yeah slamming doors basketball games and soccer games and Uh, it's a big deal you went a different direction yeah you didn't end in you didn't jump into this marriage with like newborns or like the possibility of pregnancy like you jumped into the marriage with me with three almost grown girls mm-hmm. and you had an almost you know teenage daughter when she was eight but yeah. still so it was like you jumped into kind of the hard part of oh yeah parenting you know yeah challenge accepted interesting um so one of my questions is how do you achieve balance? But I don't really think we're very good at achieving balance right now in our lives. I, th- I, I think, think we're, we're getting better. Steps. Yeah. Yeah. I think you definitely are. Yes. But you're also like one of those people that has to have balance. You. It's part of, I have to have a routine. routine. Yeah. And part of my routine is my new foot massager. <laughs> fantastic. That you got for Father's Day. So every day it's every so day cheesy. i go home that's what i do for 30 minutes every day i mean you have a routine all the way through so you get up in the morning and you are the first to get up always and yep. you make coffee you take a shower and you get out the Deal door with, do all the animals yes and do i do everything before anybody wakes up yes and i'm out and that makes like you doing that makes you happy that's my solitude then you go get another cup of coffee then you start work and that's when it starts to ramp up right <laughs> Uh, okay, so what do you do in your free time? Tell me, tell, tell our <laughs> listeners what, what. It's a great question. Yeah, when you have free time, when you have free time, what do you like to do? I mean, you are so you do so many things, and one of the things I've always said about you is you're really annoying because you do all things well. You play if you play a game of baseball, you really play a game of baseball. You're gonna hit home runs. You're gonna make it to all the bases. If you fly fish, you're gonna catch the most fish. I mean. That's who you are. So there's lots of things that you do. You have lots of hobbies, and I'd love for you to share them. Um, I have found lately my hobbies have been going fast. Yes. I just rode dirt bikes this week. It's fast and is crazy, and I have to get the energy out. Right. My, not, I guess, my internal energy of you know doing all these things um that's the best way to get them out run ride mountain bikes ride dirt bikes ride i have a street bike as of lately my i got a fast car because sometimes i do things i shouldn't in that car the adrenaline gets it out right um and really when i'm done calms me down yeah. And also, one of the things about you is that your brain never shuts off. Yes. I mean, I have, I can meditate. I can shut off my brain. I can tell myself, well, not lately. I haven't been very good at it. But that's my, that's, but that's my meditation. It. Yes. Your when meditation you're focused is... on don't hit the tree. Don't hit the tree. Don't hit the tree. Don't hit the tree. Don't die. Don't die. Don't die. Yes. Go fast. Don't die. You're not focused on, well, did so and so pick up that light bulb? Because. You're so focused on what you're doing in, at hand that you can't focus on anything else. And I think that that is my kind of release. Okay. It is. I know it is for yeah. sure. I mean, that's, yeah. in fact, I think when you're pissed off or upset or something, I'll say, just get out of here. Get go on, do anything get else. Get on your bike. Get on, your bike, get on a, a bike. You've got eight. Yeah. Go pick one. Go do something. And also working out is good. It has been huge for you. Yeah, but you can still work. You can still think while working out. That's true. That's true. You just want to turn your brain off. Yeah. Yeah. Loud music, fast bike. Mm -hmm. You have one thing to focus on. And it turns out everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you some advice questions. Lots of people going through lots of things, you know, starting your own business. I mean, you know, we started this business together. There was an established design business before, but it wasn't a design firm. I was mean and a design assistant, you know, doing yeah. design work. We've now grown into a, a true design firm together. Yeah. There were no sample closets. There, there were no sample closets. I was like, we could just There was like the, the things in Jade's back. <laughs> I had an office. 
in that back. No, I had a proper <laughs> office. Yes. I mean, you know, and I had a nice business. I did. I mean, Absolutely. you know, it was good and over lots of different cities. But, you know, now we're a design firm. Now we do construction. We do all sorts of we things. We have in-house people. We have in-house people, all of it. So what is your advice? We're going to go through a couple of different questions here to make you super uncomfortable. Great. Um, what is your advice about starting your business? What, was it, what would be the number one thing you would say about starting? I mean, you've taken a design business what we have together and we've turned it into a design firm in the matter of three years i mean the growth has been crazy so what would you say would be your biggest advice for people who want to enjoy the success that we're starting to step into Uh, i think you have to be passionate enough to put in the hours in the beginning um you always need to educate yourself on what you're doing listening to podcasts, listening to just people that are in your industry that are smarter than you. I think that's huge. Just always be listening. But to start a business, you have to know it's going to be, it's going to be a blender and you got to get in and it's, there's going to be mistakes and you're going to make them and they're going to hurt and you're going to make them again and it's going to hurt and you just have to push past all of that and while you're doing all of that you're always educating yourself going to shows giving out your business cards you're just pushing through and there will be a moment that it makes sense that you're going in the right direction Right. Like I would say for you and I this year, the Golden Pantry Project mm-hmm. has been kind of epic because you actually, we actually worked together on the design. Yeah. And it was the first project we've ever worked together um, on design. And we did it really easily and beautifully. And you, without really like mm-hmm. defining goal or defining jobs. No, we just kind of. Well, I kind of did something, and she got really mad, and it stuck. <laughs> and so now we've just on this project together. <laughs> no, no. I had a vision for what I wanted, and I talked to you about it, and then we worked on it together, and you had your own concepts. And at first, I was reluctant, and then I realized that they actually did really work well. And then we started to develop a little bit more together. And th- you're the first person I've ever allowed to be part of any creative you know as far as like big choices and I think that was a beautiful experience for both of us and I think you realized too that you know you're not interested in doing drapes or wallpaper choices or working on residential but in the commercial projects you understand so much of the application of the commercial projects we do that that can help translate into the design work more of an architectural not that not that we're architects ever <laughs> no. but, but more of like the features of a place like yeah the colors that i don't want to pick colors no 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 no. you painted nobody your house lavender me, nobody wants me to when paint. you thought it was going to be gray no that no no it happens but you understand the application of these businesses so much that that can translate into design. And you've right. been able to say, like, there's a column at Golden Pantry. And you said, we got to tile this because they're going to be going back and forth mm-hmm. through the kitchen. And those are simple things. And, like, if you think about it, but they're not. They're actually right. really important things. Like, d- I always, tell, I always road, say that, that design, design is in the details. And right. that is details that you've really been able to pull and help with this project, which has been phenomenal. I mean, it looks incredible, you know, and that's – it's been awesome yeah. to work with that on so your advice is to really be passionate about what you, you what you're stepping to be, into yes. to listen which i love that listen yes. to people don't always talk over don't pretend like i hate when people pretend that they know something like just say hey you know what i don't know the answer to that so yes. listen to what they have to say and to be realize you're going to make a ton of mistakes and i think one of the things you do beautifully in our business is you say okay we made this mistake how are we going to avoid this next time yeah because well, one mistake, worst, okay, two, two mistakes. mistakes, no. No, right. And you never want to do anything twice. Right. Ever. So on a personal note, let's talk, let's step back just one second. Okay. And talk about what advice would you give to stepdads? What advice would you, you walked in three years ago to a house full of girls, uh, very loud beautiful strong girls you had one girl yourself but she you know she lives with us sometimes in very very quickly reagan ryan and grace started living with us full time time. (laughs) every day 
<laughs> so you, you know, the first year, I'll be honest, you listen to your headphones a lot in your room by yourself. Noise canceling headphones is my number one recommendation. For stepdads. Yep. <laughs> With teenagers. I think, uh, yeah. So what, would, what advice would you get to stepdads? I know you're new at it. I know you're not, they're not always perfect. You're not always perfect at it. But I know that you try very hard and that they adore you. So what would you give, what would you tell all the stepdads out there? It's not an easy role. Don't go in gangbusters. You don't know anything. Well, kind of like I did. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I've got the plan. We're going to do it all. Here's how it's going to go. Well, it ain't going to go that way. So, just so you're the new person. You're outnumbered. Um, you just need to find the comfort, the sweet spot, and not push it. Push your push your agenda on anybody because they've been there longer, and they have. You're not their number one support and you will lose every time so ease in um and just start with sports or just start with start with a commonality that you can can do together and work from there and one of the things we talked about this year as being support for the spouse in their parenting yes not just trying to be the the parent, which, you know, by default you are, you know, a lot of times, but like being more of the support for the spouse and supporting them and having their back as opposed to like, just let them parent. (laughs) Then you're the good guy. Poor wife. (laughs) That's happened a lot. (laughs) All right. So what are you curious about right now? So let's talk about the future. We talked about struggles. We talked about problems. We talked about your past. We talked about where we are. What are you curious about? What's inspiring you? And I don't mean like what colors or papers are inspiring you, but what's inspiring you in your life? Where do you want to go? Where do you want this firm to go? And where do you see yourself in the next, you know, five to 10 years, Mr. Joyner? Well, I would like to see our business become more streamlined and less hair on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, doing anything twice is infuriating. Infuriating. Especially for you. You have to do something twice. You didn't learn your lesson the first time. You didn't do it right Right. the first time, and now we're not making money doing it. Right. Um, So cutting out all of those Bush League rookie mistakes, cleaning that up and have a smooth running business so that we can get to what we want. And the curiosity for us is travel. Right. And... But you can't travel with with a messy business. So I th- think that's kind of th- the plan. Um, do a lot of teaching. We have a great staff. Right. Absolutely. That, that are teachable. And, you know, start start planning that time, time away from here. Right. Right. And streamlining the business so that it cannot really run itself but to do agree can run without us involved in the day-to-day activities every day yes. yeah and every decision it's not every day it's every decision yes so they can you know have someone who knows what they're doing and empowering like, our if we team. have to pick what toilet paper you line toilet paper is the best again i'm out <laughs> like that's not something we should be picking all the time right Right. So you really want to travel. That's something you and I bond on a lot. Like I'm a nomad and you love to travel. And we've been a couple of places together. We're about to go to California uh, next weekend. Yes. And we're trying to pick up paying jobs (laughs) in those places. So, yeah. Uh, So if you're looking for design work in California, we're available Secretly, every time we go somewhere, I put up a Google ad of where we're going (laughs) Just in case somebody calls. Right. I put up a Google, you know, balloon around where we're going to be. Like a radius? Just, just a radius. Just so hoping you'll do somebody... San Francisco and Napa Valley. Yeah, yeah just yeah. hoping we'll get a phone call okay. while we're out there. <laughs> 
So you want, you're really curious about travel, seeing more of the world. I yes. know you're really interested in Europe. You want to go. Do you never? Yes. You want to go to Spain? I think we've talked yes. about. You really want to see a lot of Europe. Um, Vancouver. You're Northern, interested in Canada. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really why. Northwest. Yeah. So it's funny because we're building this business so that we can not be in the business. <laughs> no. So we can do jobs everywhere. Right. Right. I, I mean, know. we can see different styles, and that's the inspiration for design. Absolutely. I know for Jade is to travel. Right. And to see what people have done, you know, not just to see the same thing over and over. And it's one thing to go to a design show and they say this is what you should be doing and then well, going and then I go I'm not doing any of that <laughs> and then going uh, to Europe and walking these houses that are Streets. beautiful yeah and say oh that's you know you're just collecting ideas right for future no, you're right. projects you're right and i think you know that's it gives you such perspective too yeah. to step away from things and you have a bigger picture and you're able to use that bigger picture um, when you come back and implement it, you know, I talked yeah. to Peter about that a little bit yep. about his travels and it's just key. It's key. Yeah. You can't do the same thing every day, even though you you, I know you love innovate. routine, but you have to be. Yeah, exactly. So what's next for you personally and what's next for you professionally? Personally, it's just to be a little more dedicated in my personal time um and exercise and ship that, some kids off ship some kids <laughs> off um for the yeah that's really it right now just trying to find that self time to you know work out and self-care self-care yeah that's a huge thing for you yeah. more than anyone i've met yes you need it yes yeah and Tell me about this awesome program that you're a finalist for. Tell everyone about it. Well, that is, I guess that would be my business life. So it is a Goldman Sachs 10,000 small businesses. It started in 2012, and they will only pick 10,000 businesses. It is all self-funded by by Goldman Sachs and by a board of like the top business, you know, guys that, uh, guys, business people, business people, excuse you, uh, Warren Buffett is on there. The CEO of Goldman Sachs is on there and it is to take entrepreneurs and really give them a leg up and kind of, business finishing i guess it's like getting your mba yes so this program so it will re uh require travel back and forth and once you're in this program you're kind of in this bubble of goldman sachs and they help you with funding ideas um the expansion of your business they really take time and want to develop your business with you and in the right way and with the right funding. Um, so I have an interview in a week. I think it's your final interview. My final interview. And so that is a big, big thing coming up. And that would me. begin in this fall? Yes. Right in the middle of building this new location. <laughs> so that's how I like to do things. So this would be an everyday thing, or is it like a weekly? It's a week. It's a week away and a week here, home, right? But it is a daily. And it's eight eight months. I don't. I can't remember. I think it's six months or something. It's not like four years. It's a no, quick. No, 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 it's no, a quick no, no. turnaround. I think it's eight weeks. Eight weeks. Um. But yes, it's a week home, week on campus, week home, week on campus. So that you're not out of your business, but you're also focused on studying. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. Super nervous. It's going to be awesome. I mean, you're a finalist. Even if you don't get it now, you're still, you still can hold that in your hand. Like you were a finalist, you know, that shows that we have already that we have something kind of special. Yeah. And I'm sure you're going to crush it. And they've, yeah, combed my background so thoroughly (laughs) that I don't know what they could find. 
So your interview is next week. You're excited about that. Yes. You want to figure out more personal time, more self-care. We're we're, all, we're both looking to travel more the next year. Yes. Get this new location. You can travel with me up to Not, Connecticut. No, no. I've actually never been to Connecticut. Maybe I'll go one time. I don't know time. where the school is, but it's... I don't think it's as exciting as Connecticut. It is. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's like it's definitely not a concierge type hotel I'll be staying in. <laughs> That's okay. We'll upgrade with malls. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you've got a lot of exciting things. Yeah, got a couple of things going on, and now we're the podcast. Yeah. That I'm done with. <laughs> well, thanks for being today in studio with me and talking with me i know Absolutely. that you are not shy but you're kind of a nervous interviewer but you did great you're very fluid and it was awesome and i love hearing you. about your perspective on everything that really um makes me gives me perspective on you and and more about our business even so um check us out on metal and pedal.com and for more about graham you can call him anytime should i hand out your phone number absolutely <laughs> And uh, we'll let you know how all the exciting new things in our world happen as they happen. Our new space on Baxter. And we'll let you know about his final verdict on the Goldman Sachs program very soon. A big thanks to Graham for being on my podcast this week. It's so interesting to hear his perspective on things. You know, I have my point of view and how I see things and it's amazing to hear it in his voice and to really see um, a little bit more through his eyes. Please visit us anytime in our store or studio or on our website, metalandpedal.com and become one of our great clients. We love what we do. You can tell from Graham's podcast that we love what we do and we'd love to work with you.